Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. I'm myself a cheerleader. Don't want me singing. Good morning, Benny. <laughs> we should do a remix for you one time. See just how it kind of made you do a comparison? Oh, with my voice? Why not? All oh, right. Well, just as long as you. <laughs> you sound so excited for that one. Dubbing, dubbing my voice? Or we could dub over. Could, sure. That would be one way. Dub over I, my voice would be really I could, re, good. I could remix this. We could do a little, you know, maybe a dance track. I don't know. We could, you know, hyping it up a little it, bit. Getting jiggy with it. Yeah. Sorry, those are the '90s and 2000s. They're a little far. They're far back there. <laughs> well, welcome. It is Tuesday. Good morning. It's Good morning. Awesome. It's gray and rainy. Good afternoon to me. Good afternoon to me. Good yeah, our to guest you is in Portugal. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. How did I miss that? <laughs> Oh my God, that's on my to-do list. Portugal, Croatia, all that. I, I, yeah, I will get over there. I, I know I will. So we, but like every, I know I say this every week, but we have an incredible guest and I'm going to get to her in just a second. I want to remind all of you, if you want a copy of the show, which you should, and if you want to give me a five-star rating, which you should, you need to sign up for the newsletter. And all you got to do is go to claritywithsue.com. And type in newsletter or just Clarity with Sue newsletter. Get the newsletter. You'll get a copy of the show. You'll get copies of all the links to SoundCloud, Podcast World, you know, the iTunes World, all of that. Uh, and we'd love to get five-star ratings. So please do that to keep us loving and sharing the love in a win-win. And also, you can see us live on YouTube. All you got to do is go to YouTube at 1150 and type in 1150. Uh, again, we're talking about new perspective, new ideas, new thoughts. It's a new you. And I bring on guests or I educate with the things that I know. I, my specialty and unique ability is bridging the 3D with the 5D. And also because we live in the 3D, we have three, we have 3D life. We have practical tools or practical problems and issues that we've got to get over. We've got bills, we've got triggers, all of that stuff. So self-regulating is really important. Changing those habituations from past fears is really important. And then also aligning all of that with your energetic field and what that feels like and making sure it's aligned with who you are, how you want to show up in the world so you can bring all that juiciness to you. So make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Uh, you can also get the C2C program online as well. Just go to claritywithsue.com, claritywithsue.com, and the C2C. It's just the letter C, the number two, and the C. So we are going to jump in. We have got Christina Lopes with us today. I'm going to give you her bio, and we're going to jump in and get to the juicy stuff. Christina Lopes, DPTMPH, and we will get to that definition in just a minute is a trained clinician, life coach, and spiritual teacher who has spent a decade working as a neuropediatric physical therapist before becoming a life coach in 2014. Today, she is seamlessly bridges science and spirituality to help others heal from significant trauma 
open their hearts and live fully, living fully in their lives. Welcome. Thank you. So good to be here. Thank you. Why did I, did, I guess I didn't know that you were all the way on the other side of the world, but that's beautiful. I am. Welcome. I live in Portugal. Yeah. I used to live in the U.S., but, but I moved, I moved quite a while ago, 2013. You know, I moved to Portugal. I'm Portuguese. I have dual citizenship. So, so it was oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay, I've got to get over there. I've had, I've had so many people. It's that noodle it's in there. Oh, happening. it's a beautiful yeah. country. Yeah. You'll love it. You'll love it. Everybody oh. speaks English. It's just sunny and beautiful. Yeah. That's my kind of spot right there. Sounds amazing. Okay. So love, Christina, we are, I did the formal bio. Let's get to know you. Let's get to hear your frequency, your energy, your big why. And I'm going to let you take the stage. Yeah. So, um, so basically I, I went through a huge transition. I think that, you know, the reason I'm speaking to you today really is because of that huge transition that I went to in 2013, really, when, when I think that's, I think that's what happens to still the vast majority of people that have spiritual awakenings is it usually happens through a trigger or your life falling apart or everything imploding on you. Yes. And, and that's literally what happened to me. I, uh, I was, you were talking about the initials. I, I was a physical therapist. The DPT is a, a doctorate in physical therapy. The MPH is a master's in public health. So I went to Johns Hopkins also for a master's degree in public health. So I was, I was in the clinical kind of healthcare world. Um, so still, still in the healing professions, I guess I I've always known I was a healer. Um, but you know, I, I come from a, a long line of, of women that have spiritual skills and I kind of shut the door to that. Uh, very early on in my life, because I was, I was very tortured as a child uh, with with energies that I didn't understand, and so I was very scared. So I just tried to close the door as best I could. Oh, you're speaking oh, my that, language totally. Oh my god, that never really works, right? That never works. So no. decided, nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the science route. You know, I need to you know see it to believe it, and so I you know went to went the science route and still within the healing professions, but, you know, did, did that, um, many years in college and, and then, you know, specialized, um, in neuropediatrics. I worked with children with disabilities in New York city for a really long time. And then, you know, my life just fell apart. Uh, the trigger for me was the, you know, the dissolution of my marriage. And I just decided, well, wow, you know, the, my life hasn't been working so well when it's been planned by the mind. So I'm going to do it a different way. I didn't know what that way was, but I literally just, just cracked open. And I said to the universe, you know, apparently this is not the path that's meant for me. So show me what it is. And that just started, you know, this whole, Ooh, that's a big, brave um, question, sister. That, yeah, is that, a big, that was a big, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was pretty big. And I just, you know, I, I just surrendered and I kept following and, you know, uh, this was in 2000, early, very early 2013 that this happened. Um, and then I went to, through four years in hermit mode where I was literally in solitude, living in the middle of, of nowhere. I moved from place to place, but always, always within nature and very close to nature and forests and ocean and all that. So I spent four years in hermit mode and solitude. Um, what just, did you learn you know, from that? That's, that's powerful, right? Um, I, 
you know, I, I, it wasn't, there was a lot of learning, of course, but I think those four years of solitude were really important for me to just let go of all of the baggage that I had. I had a deep, deep healing to do. I, I, I come from significant trauma in my childhood and I just, you know, I knew that there was a lot of trauma there, but I, I didn't have the tools uh, to, to kind of be able to heal it. And so those four years were really important for me to just, uh, those were years of just going inward, of learning how to speak to my guides, of learning how to attune my, my sixth senses so that I, so that I, you know, I was able to connect with my spirit guides. And you can only do that through silence. You, you can't, you know, so for me, it was a really strong calling to just literally, I walked out, I walked out of my home in the U.S. with a couple of suitcases and I left the U.S. and I never went back. Um, and it was just, I just dumped all my stuff. It was literally just, all right, clean, let's clean this up. Physically, all the Liter- literally, yeah, 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 yeah. I literally walked out of my home with just a couple of suitcases, left everything behind for my ex-wife to have it all. And I just... <laughs> just went off. And, um, and, you know, after those four years, you know, my guide started to say, all right, you know, like, you're not going to be living in hermit mode your whole life. And I was like, yes, I am. I don't, don't take me out of the forest. I'm perfectly comfortable in the forest. I don't want to deal with with people. And then my guides were like, nope, you're here to be in the trenches of life with people. And you have to go, you know, like you, you have to go back to regular society. And that's what ended up happening. Um, and so, you know, these years of hermit mode of going within of, of, I had a really strong intuition to start doing videos. Uh, I, I know that, you know, at the moment it was just like, you have to do videos, put them on YouTube. Um, because you know, you going through your transformation, this is how you're going to start helping people. And so that's kind of really how my journey started was with my YouTube channel. Um, and I just had no idea it was the most awkward times in my life where I'm literally in front of a camera going, um, I mean, four years in her remote going, uh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so yeah, I started my YouTube channel and everything just really took off from there. Like the, the YouTube channel just really started growing very, very quickly. Um, and you know, it's that, that really just catapulted me to, to, to where I am today, to, to coaching people, doing retreats and, and online courses and all of that. It really just started with, with that video, you know, just, I started to receive feedback from people saying, you know, your videos, like they really speak to me, please keep doing them. And so I, I I really just kind of went with people's comments and I started to customize content based on what people left in the comments, what questions they had, what, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, and so, yeah, that's a little bit, a a tiny bit of how I got here. (laughs) No, I love it. Cause you know, myself and the audience included, we want to get to know you and feel your energy and and the why behind all that. Do you want to talk about and kind of unpack a little bit more on that why? And I know, and my audience knows this in the language that we're speaking to, you know, when the universe puts those things without an adjective to really describe. I mean, when you, when you ask, when you ask the universe, guess God, universe, source, spirit, it could be purple chopsticks. I don't care if it's, mm-hmm. if it's what you believe and it makes you a, a whole aligned person do it. I want to kind of dive in and unpack that why and that, that um, metaphysical spiritual. And yes, you, you have been a healer from day one, touching people. And in my belief system, and again, um, somebody coming from trauma as well, 
and unpacking that for somebody. So we've got trauma to have a conversation about, and then also the awakening process, because there's the peeling of the onion and the things, not only that you discover there's discernment, there's awakening, there's learning. Can we just kind of noodle and unpack that for everybody? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, in the, over the years, I've I've now worked with almost I think three thousand private clients already, uh, upwards of that. So I, I've, I've been worked with thousands of people, and I've been seeing patterns a lot in the people that I work with and the people that I connect with on on YouTube and all of that. And and it seems that we're going through a transition, really big transition. Um, initially, for a really long time, and this is true for me, and and I think anyone that has a healer's path. Um, usually the awakening of a healer's path is not particularly easy and it's not particularly easy on purpose uh, because usually healers come from, you know, the, their, their souls have kind of codified uh, certain experiences to happen in their lives so that they transmute those experiences and then be able to help others later on. So the healer's path and the healer's awakening is tends to be a little bit difficult. And it was for sure for me, um, you know, those four years of solitude, it wasn't, it wasn't all bliss. There is bliss there. There was, you know, there's dark nights. There is, you know, there's a Kundalini awakening where I, where I had a really uh, a very intense, very difficult Kundalini awakening. Wow. Um, so there was a lot of, there was a During lot of isolation like, when you're by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had, yeah, had a Kundalini awakening and it was just probably some of the hardest physical symptoms I've ever, I've ever been through. Um, and so for, there seems to be kind of a cutoff where, where people of my generation, I'm, you know, 43 and, and even younger, even millennials, I've, I've been working with a lot of millennials who are still kind of when they awaken, they awaken through some kind of hardship, either something happens, something falls apart, they lose their job, they lose whatever, they have an accident, something kind of dramatic has to happen for them to awaken. But I'm also starting to work with people who are awaking spontaneously now, not through suffering and not through pain. And that's really where we're going. It's just this kind of switch, you know, people are like, wait a minute. Um, you know, there's gotta be something more to life than, than, than what I'm living right now. And, and that just happens spontaneously. And so I'm seeing that split right now too, but regardless of how a person wakes up, there's, there's ups and downs for a spiritual awakening for sure, because an awakening really, a lot of times people think that an awakening is an expansion outward or upward Mm -hmm. of consciousness. And Mm -hmm. that is true. And that is true. That's the more masculine energy, the more young energy going out in the world, because that's what masculine energy does. Masculine energy stretches up and out but there's also a feminine aspect to awakening that's that's incredibly powerful and that's an inward journey down 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 journey and that journey is particularly difficult uh, because you got to be able to it's a path of a lot of courage you have to be able to say to yourself there is i am dedicated to turning every single stone of my inner world upside down so that there is nothing that is left unseen in me. And I'm going to stop you right there because there's that, you know, there's the old victimhood and then there's the chemical reactions and the habituation that happens. There's that victimhood. And then to have that big, brave work to lean into that fear, to lean into that trauma and say, okay, I see it. Let, let's let it go. Whatever, you know, it's, it's powerful work. I'm, I'm with you. I know that there, and I've got goosebumps. I know that we just hit a chord with a lot of people. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and healing too, you know, there's, there's, there's an aspect. I, I think that all of us have the capacity to self heal with, with certain tools, right? Like we are, we are our own healers. Nobody can heal us. There, there's no, there's no way there's, there's some people that come into your lives, teachers, gurus, you know, healers that come into your life and they can, they can present a mirror to you of, of your own capabilities. But at the end of the day, a true gifted healer is nothing but a mirror. And, and, you know, that's one of the biggest, the biggest gifts that can be given to someone who, who, who thinks or doesn't remember who they are really. But when it comes to healing, there's, there's the moment that you say, I'm ready to go into that healing. For me, it was super important to realize that whatever I saw, whatever was uncovered, whatever I went into, I had the perfect capacity to see and to heal and to deal with. And I think that's one of the biggest, one of the biggest obstacles, I think, to healing, especially significant trauma, but healing anything really. One of the reasons that we we carry all this pain inside of us and we keep distracting ourselves with shopping or drinking or sex or whatever, or whatever, or whatever, or TV. The reason that we keep doing this is not because we're idiots. We keep doing this because there is a part of us that doesn't believe we are strong enough to heal whatever it is that we're going to heal. And so the distractions kind of come in. But for me, really, once I realized, once I started to connecting to that multidimensional self, to that, to that enormous soul that's been here so many times and that incarnates here temporarily and then they'll be back again and then they'll be going somewhere else. And as soon as I started to connect to that enormity of the soul, the, the soul is enormous. And the more I connected to that, the more I streamed that energy down, the more I can hear like a whisper in, you know, in my ear that would say, you know, there's nothing you're going to see that you can't deal with. I mean, it's like, you're, you're huge, you're enormous, you're powerful. And so that really helped me go deeper and deeper and deeper. The things that I encountered uh, when I was ready to heal them, I would encounter them. If I wasn't ready to heal them, I wouldn't encounter them. And I started to really trust my guides and my soul that, that, you know, the creator of all of this actually knows what they're doing. (laughs) Isn't that, isn't that a wild thing? I mean, yeah, exactly. Really? Oh my God. I can trust the universe. Yeah. You can actually trust the creative energy that makes everything go round. <laughs> yeah, you can. Love and trust. Choose love and trust. That is, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's funny because like, then you start to be confronted by that little ego part of you that, that, that thinks that it actually controls anything and then it knows anything. And then you're like, wait a minute. I, I don't even have to think about digesting or breathing or doing anything. 99% of anything, everything that happens to me is happening by this grace of energy that's infused in me. So I'm going to, I'm going to let go of this idea that I actually control anything and that I can't trust the universe that I'm out there all by myself. And so that was really, really key for me. But of course, this, this, you know, this, this isn't to say that there weren't difficult moments. There are, there are difficult moments when you're healing, especially when you have to confront. It's not really, I don't even actually like to use the word confronting because it sounds violent sometimes. Because for me, the big breakthrough in healing was discovering healing through feminine energy, which we're still only beginning to touch the surface of. We're still- Explain in the that. very Unpack that, yeah. 
Yeah, we're very, you know, for thousands of years, there's been an imbalance in masculine and feminine energy. There's been a domination of, of masculine energy and masculine energy is beautiful and it's a wonderful energy. And it's, this isn't a, this isn't a talk about gender, masculine and feminine energy are present yeah, in no. men or women right. or, you know, or, you know, non-binary. It's, it's not, it's not a question of gender, but the masculine energy itself has been predominant on the planet for a really long time. And that, that led to a repression of our feminine side. Um, and when it comes to healing, you can't heal through the masculine. It's the feminine. The feminine is the healer energy within you. And so a lot of times the way that we've, the way that we've kind of lived healing, even in spirituality, has been praying to a God up in the sky. That's masculine. You see, that's a masculine mm-hmm. energy of reaching up. Wow, yeah. It's been, it's, it's been seeking, seeking, seeking. That's a masculine energy. Again, very beautiful. Nothing wrong with this masculine energy. But when it comes to healing, the, the, as soon as you start to invite that feminine energy, she sits very, very low in your system. I usually have people start to work on the feminine energy by putting their hand right below their belly button in that, in that womb area. Even if you're a man, you know where the womb area is, right below your belly button. And so it's a really powerful center that's usually where feminine energy resides, very low in your system. And when you call that feminine energy, the feminine energy is the energy that embraces everything. It's the nurturing energy. It's the energy that sits with everything. So if you're angry, feminine energy says, hi, nice to see you. Come on in. If it's sadness, feminine energy says, hi, you know, nice to see you. Come on in. And, and, you know, really the, the, have you ever heard of, of that guest house poem by Rumi? It's my favorite poem of all oh, times. It's or maybe I have, remind, just say it. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, well, I can't, I'm not, I won't be able to, to say the whole thing cause it's long, but it's called guest house. It's by Rumi. And, um, it talks about, it talks about, you know, your, your house, various people come knocking on your door. Sometimes it's sadness. Sometimes it's anger. Ah. Sometimes it's whatever. And then Rumi says, you know, no matter what it is, welcome them in because they could be clearing you out for new delights. Ah. And that's just such a beautiful, beautiful, I love, it's my favorite poem. And it's really a poem about how the feminine energy heals. The feminine energy heals through embracing, through going down, down, deep, 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 and sitting with it. So it's not about, uh, a lot of times when we talk about healing, we'll say, I want to release this. I'm so tired of carrying this. I want to release this anger. Feminine energy says release. No, you got to sit with it first. It's yours. You can't release something that you do not no, own. No, I'm done sitting with it. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we so, and so the, be done with that already? Yeah. 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 And so, and the feminine energy says, well, no, you haven't really sat with it because if you sat with it, you wouldn't have that resistance. Then that anger that you have inside, if you sat with it, you wouldn't need to release it. All right. The, guys, the... Did you guys just hear that audience? Did you hear that? That was a big discernment. So if you were in that contrast, right, that deep contrast, yeah. really pay attention. Go ahead. If I, if I, if I really have the need to release something, I'm not comfortable with it. And if I'm not comfortable with it, it has not been integrated. This is really important for people to understand about healing. The moment that I stop fighting something within me, now integration of energy is occurring, really. Because that's what healing is. Healing is not getting rid of anything. Healing is integrating all parts of you, all experiences, good or bad, all emotions, all states. You're integrating it all and you are becoming whole. You're saying, this happened to me. 
this happened to me. This is a big breakthrough in healing. This happened to me. I'm not running. You see, I'm not in resistance. I'm not blaming. I'm not. It's all no emotional charge anymore. Yeah. When you're working through, when you're working through the emotions, of course, there's going to be charge, but then you get to the end of that walkthrough and, and yeah, you're absolutely right. You reach a, a place of more neutrality and it's more just this happened to me. Okay. Do I still have emotions that I've not recognized? Do I still have memories that I, that I am not looking at? Do I, is there still something within me that I am pushing against? If there's something within me that I'm pushing against, I'm not healing it. I'm pushing it away because healing, healing is bringing to, that's why this is a feminine. That's why healing is a feminine, uh, is a feminine energy because healing involves bringing in. This is of the feminine. This is magnetizing mm. to me. Masculine is going out. And so the moment that I stop fighting and the moment that I say, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to sit with this. I really am ready to sit with this because I've had people say to me, Oh, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I've been sitting with this sadness or this anger or whatever, fill in the blank for 20 years. Don't tell me I still have to sit with this because I've been sitting with this. That can't be the path of healing. And, and what they're mistaken is they haven't really been sitting. They've just been in a state of resistance for the last 20 years trying to push something away. So they think they've been sitting with it, but they haven't. They haven't. They've been sitting with it to the extent that they're like, I'm so tired of this sadness. I want to get rid of this. Get, get this out of me. I'm so <laughs> totally. You see, that's that's a state of internal resistance, and you cannot heal it. The, the healing occurs when there when there is a recognition that this is mine and I'm going to treat it with tenderness and with love and with appreciation, whether it is a horrible memory, whether it's a horrible trauma, whatever it is, I'm going to, I'm going to treat it with tenderness because it's a part of my journey and my journey is honorable, no matter what I have been through. It's an honor to be here. So I will treat all of my experiences with honor. That's mm -hmm. hard when you've had oh. some really <laughs> difficult stuff happen to you, right? Oh, totally. Yes, yes, and yes, and yes. And that contrast, the language, some of the language that I have used, it's a refractory period. Mm -hmm. um, so many people hold on to that fear, hold on, just like you, you, you had a different language. And I really like how you described it. They haven't really sat with it. They're still holding on to it. And they mm -hmm. think they think that they have felt through it and they've dropped the proverbial bag because I'm guilty of that. I'm, I know that and I'm We've aware of that. that. So that's yeah. the first step, right? That's huge. Yeah. And then you, you sit with it and then you have that choice to heal from it and then let it go. Drop the bag, literally drop the bag, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. For me, um, you know, what I've been working with clients and this, this, is a, this ends up being a huge breakthrough for them is I, I actually, I still use the, world, the word release or letting go because these are good metaphors for us to yeah. use and good ways for us to kind of describe energy. But what I, always, um, what I always teach my clients and everyone that I work with is that at the end of the day, instead of dropping something, a good energy alchemist never drops anything. An alchemist, which is really what all spiritual beings are, mature spiritual beings, an alchemist always uses energy to their advantage. So for example, if I have a boatload of anger that I have on, in my system somewhere from something, you know, something happened in my childhood, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Let's just say I have a boatload of anger that I'm, that I'm holding on to. 
the initial instinct is I want to let go of this, right? Like, again, there's, there goes that masculine energy. I want that, this go. Okay. And then the feminine energy says, no, that's my anger. So I'm going to sit with it and I'm going to welcome it because it's mine and I'm going to love it. And I'm going to embrace it with tenderness. And then the alchemist says, I'm going to use that energy and transmute it into higher, purer forms of energy. So then you transform anger into ecstasy or anger into joy. You see, you never drop anything. You never, you never let go of energy because that energy is yours. You transmute it, you transform it. And that's really a big breakthrough for people when they realize that at the end of the day, something that they've been trying to dump for so long is something that they could actually help fuel their spiritual awakening and help fuel them into a different state of consciousness, a higher state of consciousness. And, and, but you see, you can't do this alchemy work until you are in a state of acceptance of whatever energy it is. I can't alchemize anger if I don't accept it as mine, right? I can't, I can't alchemize grief. I can't alchemize. I have to accept it as mine, embrace it with that beautiful feminine energy and say, okay, you know, I've wonderful. I've sat with you. You are mine. Thank you so much. And now I'm going to transform. And that's at the level mm-hmm. of the heart. The, the heart is your incinerator. It's the most yes. powerful chakra. Yes. Oh God, this is a great, I had, I had not an epiphany. Um, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, a paradigm shift in my, in my thought, because you hear the language of let's drop the bag, let's shake it off. Let's, and, and I love how you say, no, let's use that energy and transmute it. And I don't know that, yes, I've dropped the bag. However, I think I've maybe languaged it different. I'm going to use that energy elsewhere. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. And I, lo- I love how you have, have paradigm shifted and languaged it for me because it's, it totally is in there. It's aligned and it's stuck now. And I know for the audience too, because I get goosebumps talking about it because I know it is, it's hit a chord. Um, all right. You know what? We, Christina, are going to take a quick commercial break. So we're going to still be live on YouTube. So if those of you in radio world would like to join us on YouTube, please join us over there and just type in 1150 AM and we're going to keep chatting. We'll be right back, you guys. Hey there, everyone. Sue here with Clarity with Sue. You also know me as the host and creator of the Gratitude Cafe. Please sign up for the newsletter so we can stay in touch. All you got to do is go to claritywithsue.com, sign up for the newsletter. And I am creating vitality, abundance, and resilience. I want you to win in life and to reclaim, rediscover, redesign the authentic and genuine you. If that sounds juicy and yummy, come over, let's have a conversation, sign up for the newsletter and or the coaching program and the C2C live online program. Again, that's claritywithsue.com. 
every person with a disability deserves equity in education, employment, and their community. Sherwood Community Services takes pride in serving all people with disabilities and their families since 1957, including in rural areas and non-native English-speaking communities. Sherwood provides service in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island Counties. Sherwood is open for referrals for telehealth and virtual support for children and adults with disabilities. To find out more, visit SherwoodCS.org. Sherwood, believing in abilities. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. juicy little conversation albeit three minute conversation on youtube <laughs> <laughs> i know it's it's really easy to dive deep really yeah it quick. is it is and, and I, talking. oh i know i love it i absolutely love it uh okay so welcome back we have christina lopes with us welcome back we have been talking um uh, masculine energy feminine energy mm. not not metaphorically dropping the bag integrating said bag, whatever that adjective is, that's describing the emotions, the feelings, lean into it, feel it, nurture it, honor it, because you are this great being that's here to learn what that feeling and embrace it. And then as Christina was explaining, and I had a great paradigm shift with all that, that integration was just beautiful. And then using that energy for your greater good, transmuting that, brilliant my friend brilliant yeah that's 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 a major that really changes everything because it, it takes you from a place sometimes people people actually feel a miraculous shift within them because they've oh, been totally. carrying this they've been carrying this energy as a weight and they've been wanting to get rid of it and, and without realizing that they don't have to get rid of it they just have to 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 transmute it into a higher vibration and then suddenly it's not a weight anymore suddenly it's like fuel that's propelling you forward um, and, and it and is so that's, that energetic shift. And I love that conversation from 3D to 5D, right? And it's yeah. aligning with who you are. It's mm -hmm. aligning with who you are in 3D because yeah. we're all 3D. We're all form. We have bodies. We have triggers and things going on. Mm 
And then you align and transmuting that energy is just, that's brilliant. That was a huge paradigm shift for me. So thank you very much. Can I add something here that that I feel like people need to, so a lot of times when, when we talk about, and I've, I've had this conversation with so many people where they say, okay, I get what you're saying, Christine. I understand. I have to go into it. I have to sit with it. I have to, you know, just witness it and just be in that feminine energy. That's what the feminine energy does. But I am really scared of doing that because my fear is if I go down that rabbit hole, I'm never going to get out of it. A lot of people say this. So a lot of people say, I have so much trauma. I have so much pain that, you know, I am just so scared. I'm very resistant of doing what you're saying is the best way to heal because I'm afraid of going down that hole and never coming back and just, you know, putting the covers over my head and never wanting to get out of bed ever again. And, and I understand where that, where that kind of thought process comes from, but there are some false assumptions operating here. And the false assumption is, that the only way that we ever want to put the covers over our heads and just disappear and not have any energy is when we are energetically fragmented. And that only happens when I am in rejection of something within me. My energy fragments. I have, a, I have my woundedness over there in that part of my house, and I have my okay part over here, and I'm only going to use half of the house. The other half of the house, I'm not, I will not use it. I'm locking the door. I'm leaving it over there, but you still have a whole house. And now you have half of that house that you're not going into and you're not cleaning out. Guess where the weight is coming from? The weight is coming from the uncleaned side of your house. And so although it may feel like if you unlock that door and you go in and you start doing the cleaning, that things are, that you're going to get into this rabbit hole that you're never going to get out of, that is never the case. That's never the case because what ends up happening is as soon as you go into that energy, just the going into it, just recognizing it as mine, just saying this happened to me, I'm feeling this, I'm sitting with this, just doing that starts to move energy immediately. And so Although in your mind, you think you're going to be a depressed mess and you're just going to go to bed and you're never going to get up as as soon as you start working with this energy, precisely the opposite happens. You sit with it, it starts to circulate and you actually start to feel better instead of worse. So I always like to leave this side note for people who, who are, because there's still a lot of resistance in working with the feminine energy. We are all very, the, the masculine has been dominant for a really long time, both in women and men. We're all masculine dominant in our energy culturally through education through everything we we're we're programmed to be in that action 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 success do 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 hustle 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 energy this is masculine energy we have lost our capacity to work with feminine energy and it's just now coming to the surface and when we were on the break we were talking about when that when that shift to feminine occurred and it was at the start of the covid pandemic when people were like all right you're all going to go home and you will not leave the house for the next whatever. For some people, it was weeks. For some people, it was months. And so now people are in their house staring at the walls. Talk about an introduction to feminine energy. You have no escape. You cannot run. You cannot do your regular distractions. You're literally sitting with you and you. That's your, that was our introduction to feminine. And for a lot of people, let me tell you, that was difficult. I'll tell you right now, I was in complete denial. Well, well, there was a few things going on for me. Nobody's Mm going to tell me that I have to go stay in my house. (laughs) And I meant that physically and metaphorically. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to tell me what I'm going to do. And I am not wearing a mask and I'm not going to go out and work my body. It's the earth. I want to be grounded in mother earth, Mm -hmm. but look at the metaphor, right? Mm -hmm. You know, life is, it was, 
Yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely a switch into that feminine uh, dominant energy that's going to be around for the rest of our lives at least. It's going to take at least a lifetime of feminine dominance for that pendulum to come back down to the center um, because there's a lot of clearing to do. There's a lot of healing to do. And so the planet herself has shifted towards this feminine dominance. And now this is kind of, we're starting to understand that, okay, um, so I can't live my life like I used to because the energy grid on the planet has actually changed completely. So I can't do what I used to do. So what does it mean to be in feminine dominant energy? The grid on the planet, what does that mean? I know he's he just to participating. Say hi to you. He's yes. never done this. He's <laughs> never done this. You say hi. He can feel hi, Levi. the big healer. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> He wants to participate in the conversation. He does. Pardon us. Yes. <laughs> Please continue. Um, so yeah, it, th that's basically where we're at right now. It's been kind of a rough introduction to feminine energy. And we're all realizing in one form or another, we look around the world and we realize that things have fallen apart energetically. Even, even people who are not spiritually awakened know that everything is changing on the planet. You, you would have to be completely, just completely out of it to not notice that everything is changing on the planet. And so this is a, this is a, a painful transition for us because we have to, we have to learn how to live in a way that we didn't before. And, and, you know, a lot of times I've been, I've been talking to a lot of people who, who have been saying to me, cause I've been talking about this, this feminine dominance really, I started doing YouTube lives weekly during the, the COVID pandemic. And we would do meditations every Saturday and people like thousands and thousands of people would come to this meditation. And I did them for 12 weeks straight during the COVID lockdowns. It was, yeah, I was, I got to the 12th week and I'm like, all right, peace out, everybody. I'm totally exhausted. I will see you guys. <laughs> wow. But what was cool during that time of connecting with people on kind of a weekly basis and seeing the transition as the COVID pandemic went ahead was there was this interesting, um, once everybody started to come out of lockdown and the world started to open up again, people were like, oh my God, this isn't the same world that it was before the COVID pandemic, like something I'm stepping on new ground. I'm literally yes. stepping on new ground. And so I started to have these conversations with people. And, and now people continue to confirm this, where I said to them during those lives, I said to them, look, I'm going to give you a piece of advice moving forward. You must learn to work with feminine energy because the energy of hustle will not work in this new energy. You're going to exhaust yourself. You're going to have a burnout if you continue to, to deploy this excessive masculine energy on this new earth grid. It will not be supported. You will collapse. And it's funny because at the moment I was saying that to people, but I wasn't actually living it. So then I had a burnout. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, wait a minute, because I, I'm in that contrast. I'm constantly, and, and thank you for having that awareness, Sue, uh, that I'm in that, oh, wait a minute, you don't need to be doing that, girl. It's a, You don't need to be doing that. Take a deep breath. It's okay. Yeah. Love and yeah, trust. Yeah. Love and trust. For me, for it. me, it was the other way around because for me, during the COVID pandemic, millions of people, it was an awakening moment for millions of people. So I had so many thousands of people reach me during the COVID pandemic that I was overwhelmed with oh, work, really. I yeah. just 
and you know me being very Sagittarius energy. Um, do you know anything about human design? Have you ever heard yes. of human design? Yes. Yeah. So I'm a I'm a manifesting generator. So manifesting generators in human design, <laughs> we make our own energy, and so we're we're an interesting bunch because we uh-huh. we we generate our own energy. So we just keep going like the Duracell battery. We just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going until we keel over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Adrenal failure. Yep. That's what happened to me. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. what happened to me. And so it was really interesting because I would, I would just laugh at myself. I'm always laughing at myself yes. because it's so funny. You know, we teach what we most need to learn. To that's learn. my, that's yes. been my experience. <laughs> and so it was funny that I spent like months talking about guys do not go excessively into your masculine energy. Cause you're going to burn out. Listen to me, listen to me. And then months later, I'm <sighs> like, Hey, everybody, I got to take a break from you, too, because I have adrenal fatigue. Because <laughs> I'm the Energizer Bunny. Next thing you're going to tell me you're an Aries. Are you an Aries? No, I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, Sagittarius. That. That's right. Double That's Sagittarius. Right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. So, um, but yeah. And, and, is fire energy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Fire, yeah, fire, I'm fire. fire yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, we've yeah. got to double back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it is. That's, it's that awareness and that discernment to remind ourselves. 3D and 5D. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things people have been having the most difficulty in this transition from masculine dominance into feminine dominance and knowing how to work with that feminine energy, they'll, they'll start arguing with me and they'll say, but you know, what do you mean? What do you mean? I, I can slow because, because uh, the energy, the way that my guides have been, have been uh, giving the message to me is that we are now in a place where we need to slow down to speed up. And that seems weird. Like, how do I slow down to speed up? And the metaphor that I like to give of this energy is, you know, just imagine you're in Hawaii or you're here in Portugal. We have huge waves. We have a really famous competition of really big waves. And let's just imagine that you are, you know, on your stomach on a surfboard and this big wave is coming, huge wave. Okay. Now, when you get on that board and you start surfing that wave, you're not really doing much except keeping your balance and praying to God that you don't fall off that thing and get tumbled under that wave and just drown, right? So what's taking you? You're going super fast, but what's taking you? You're not, you're, you're balancing. Okay, you're doing your part, but it's the force of the wave that's taking you. You're not, you don't have to exert effort to be able to go. And that's really what slowing down to speeding up means. That's what, that's what it means to work with feminine energy. It's that when I slow down, it's not that things won't get done. Cause that's what people say to me. I can't do that. I have, I can't slow down. I have so many obligations and I have to do this and that and the other. And this is again, that masculine templating that's, that's hard to transition into. So people are under the false assumption that, that when we slow down, things aren't going to get done done. The world isn't going to move forward. That's not true. People have to remember that the feminine energy is the energy that literally gives life to everything. So if you, if I'm looking at a pregnant woman, I'm not looking at a pregnant woman and ever saying, oh, there's nothing. You're just doing nothing over there. Like you're just doing nothing. No, literally she is carrying life that's going to come out of her in nine months. And so, although it seems like she's just chilling and hanging out, she is literally developing life within her womb. And it's the same thing if I plant a seed. If I plant a seed, you don't see anything going on, but is it or is it not true that that seed is germinating under the ground and it will sprout through eventually? That's feminine energy. 
So feminine energy still gets things done. It just gets things done in a different way. And the way that that energy comes out practically is in this new energy, I will only need to do one thing to move forward versus 10 things that I had to do in the previous energy. I had to hustle more. I had to employ the masculine energy more. I had to do, 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 do. And in this energy, you can now discern what do I need to do and what can I just let go of? What do I need to do and what do I not need to do? Do I need to, to fill myself with excessive to-do lists? No, I don't. What is necessary for me to do today? What's important for me to do today? What do I want to do with my life? Right. Yeah. And so and now instead clear, of getting clear on that momentum, that yeah. um, clear, you know, for me, clarity is the gas pedal. It's, it is getting clear mm-hmm. on who you are, what's important. And that fundamental question, um, authentic and genuine are big anchor words for me. What is mm-hmm. authentic and genuine to me? right? Mm -hmm. And it's joy, abundance and joy. Does, is this going to bring me joy? Yes, of course, I've got practical needs and financial abundance and all of that. However, and, and you can, you can have this conversation as well, that when I'm happy and living in that joy, in that frequency, that's truly aligned, it's all going to work itself through Mm -hmm. and out and coming to me. Mm -hmm. Right. For sure. For sure. And that, yeah. And that really is, that really is the difference between masculine and feminine. And when we start to be able to, to work with this energy. And a lot of times I tell people, look, you may not know what feminine even looks like because we we've really are unaccustomed to using feminine energy. The only, the only sides or faces of the feminine that are acceptable in our culture are the face of the mother Okay. We accept that face of the feminine. We accept that energy. Maybe the wife, maybe, but there, there are only a couple of layers of the feminine <laughs> that we accept in society. Bring and on. then so, so usually when I talk about the other ones, when I talk about the dark, the guard goddesses, the dark goddesses, like the Kali's, the Durgas, the people are like, what? I, I'm afraid of that. I no, no, I don't want to go into that. And so it's the, the powerful, the more powerful sides of the feminine we're not used to working with on the planet for a really long time because they've been repressed. They were mm-hmm. persecuted. They were tortured. They were burned at the stake. That feminine was repressed. And so now that feminine's coming up and we're learning how to work with her, whether wow. we're men or women. And it's a, it's yes, hands down. Well, the journey for me has been, I think, well, lifelong, however, like you having that awareness. So I was adopted as a baby, but I always had this healing energy and, um, mediumship, whatever that was when I was a kid, um, highly intuitive. I didn't know what any of that was. And I didn't have the family, the 3d family to go to and say, there's somebody talking to me. I smell death, what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where I was going with this and I'm not quite sure. There was a comment I wanted to say, um, I guess, oh, coming into the awakening of my feminine energy. N- now knowing and looking back and having this conversation, I'm able to discern with you and to not pinpoint, but to recognize the masculine energy that I've been living in for mm-hmm. so long. Uh, protection, all that yeah. stuff, because it is, it, it's, it's massive. Protection. It's a beautiful energy and we're still going to use it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But now to realize, oh, shiitake, that's what's been going on with me. <laughs> that feminine goddess is coming out good, bad, and different. It just is mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And revealing and reclaiming and redesigning. And I love that. That's juicy. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you did a huge paradigm shift with me, Christine. I love that. Ah, oh, integrating. Yes. Ah, oh, thank it's, you. It's a hu- huge part of healing. Yeah, it is. Okay. We've got, well, a few more minutes. Five more minutes as a producer will say. Is there mm-hmm. anything that you want to wrap up with? But before you do that, I want to know what you're thankful for because that's a good juicy energy. Oh my gosh. So many things. But but usually the first thing out of my mouth is I'm just thankful for being here and just breathing every day and just just being here. Just being here is such an honor. Sometimes we we complain a lot about about life and about challenges and about all the things that are happening to us, but we don't realize that our souls chose to come down here and there are lines and lines of souls to incarnate because there aren't enough bodies for the souls that want to come here. And so this is a really, really, really beautiful way of evolving and the souls love coming down here. So mm-hmm. it's an honor to be here always. Mm. Um, and I feel that every day. Mm. Deep appreciation, deep appreciation. Yes. And it's a nice reminder because we do, we get spun out, right? Mm -hmm. We get looped out, whatever that looping is or the rabbit hole. Uh, What did you say? You said, so some big takeaways for me, it's that alignment and that integration of the energy. It's integrating that energy, not dropping the bag. Don't push anything away from you. No pushing away from you. Because whatever you push away, you're still dragging because you, you can never really push away. <laughs> you haven't integrated that's it. The, you that's, the, that's the most Go! hysterical. Yeah, that's the most hysterical part of this whole thing is that people actually think that they can push away the things that they don't like. No, you can't. It's a part of your energy. You're going to drag it. It's like a, a ball and chain. Don't do that. No, no. But, no, yeah. uh, you hear that little kid in me? No. <laughs> yeah, but it can take a while. I know. Oh, so much, so much. Okay, we've got about three more minutes left. What would you like to wrap up with? What? what just, you just thank about? you. Great conversation. Thank you for having me. It was good to connect with you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, people wanna wanna find me. They can just find me on YouTube very easily. They can also find me on my website, christinalopes.com. That's pretty easy. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It was good what, to be what's, here. what's on the docket for you, love? What's happening? So here? I have um, next month, I have a, a big retreat. So we have um, a retreat coming up with over 100 people in, uh, in Portugal. Uh, I do yearly retreats with, uh, I love working live with people. So that's, that's going to be coming up next is going to be my retreats. And then, you know, we ongoing throughout the year, we have our online courses and, and, you know, travel. I'm going to Costa Rica this year again. I, I work with plant medicine. So I'm going to be going down Ooh. to Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah. To a place called Rhythmia. Um, I have to heard teach. of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm teaching point. a work that shop there. Yeah. You know, that the plant medicine has been knocking on my door. I had been accepted into, um, oh, the name escapes me, but to be one of the facilitators to go through mm-hmm. the training. You have, you've, I mean, there's questions mm-hmm. and doctors and all of that. And um, it's interesting. It's really interesting working with the plant medicine and yeah. watching people. I've done, I've done, uh, you know, I was working with another gentleman for three years pre-COVID and watching people transition and move this energy massively without the, without even drugs. It was all through breath and meditation and it's absolutely powerful. So, uh, yeah, anyways, I don't know where I was going that, but 
Guys, it's Sue Lundquist here, and you have just enjoyed uh, an incredible, juicy conversation. If you want to get a copy of the show, please go to claritywithsue.com. If you want to get more information about Christina, it is Christina Lopes, L-O-P-E-S. You can find her on YouTube, uh, hundreds of hours of interviews and education and all of that. Blessings to you. This has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much. Let me know how I can support you moving forward. If it comes up and if it's meant to be, absolutely reach out. Thank you so much, Sue. It's good to talk to you. Thank you. All right, you guys. Sue Lundquist here. It's Clarity with Sue. We uh, will see you guys next week. And until then, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.